it's Kate from Zen Stitching and we're going live again today for another one of our conversations with artists who are part of the Making Zen online retreat. So today we're in for another wonderful treat to um, speak with another fabulous and inspiring artist. We've already got lots of love as people are joining in and I'm going to send a quick invitation to Miriam also known as Miriam Textiles on Instagram and she I'd love to hear from you. Where are you joining in from? What are you looking forward to most about the Making Zen online hey. retreat? And hello, Thanks. here we are. Is. How, very well, thank how you. are you? And how nice to be chatting with you again. I know, I've been looking forward to connecting with you again. And I can see that you're in a beautiful setting right now. You've got some really lovely yes, things to one side I of you. Can't. It's a bit of a little corner where I put my, for instance, my little stitch goddesses. Yes, they are so lovely, Miriam. They're really wonderful and I recognize the setting because that's the setting where you give yep. your um, share your talk with us for next week and can you tell me a little bit more about it is it a, a cozy nook in your lounge room or is it a special uh, it's spot my in the studio? Uh, lounge room and that's actually also my studio uh, yeah I don't have a separate uh, oh. studio and sometimes that's a bit of a nuisance because there I have family members and they want to have life here uh, too and I'm spreading all my stuff <laughs> all around uh, but uh, I also like it because it, it's me it's cozy and uh, it's it's okay it is fine yes absolutely well I know I always find that um, I have a tendency to gravitate to the lounge room as well so whatever I'm working on has a tendency to move down as well and then all the mess that is associated indeed, comes along. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like um cats really aren't they they because they like to be in the center of things yeah. and, and yeah. we do as well so it, it kind of makes sense to yeah. have it all that is in correct I, I remember when my children were smaller they really liked me to do some embroidery or knitting or crochet because then i would be not completely uh, absorbed in, for instance, uh, reading a book or something. I would do, be doing something and not letting them ha uh, have their own, uh, have their play. Uh, but I would be also be there, mm -hmm. and they really liked uh, that. Mm -hmm. I was, there wasn't meddling with them, but I was present. Yeah, I think in some senses that's what's nice, isn't it? It's this reassuring presence that's there, but at the yeah. same time not kind of interfering yeah. and, and all that stuff too. So it's kind of a, a happy win-win for both you and your children because they can be playing and, and doing what's absorbing them and you can be yeah, playing and doing what's absorbing you. something or wanted to show a drawing that I had made, that was completely okay. That didn't bother me at all. I, I could uh, stitch or knit uh, just as well. And keep an eye on them. Yeah, and that, exactly. That's what you want, isn't it? Because when you that's when, when you, you don't hear anything at all, <laughs> then that's when you know. <laughs> exactly. 
and that is one of the beauties about knitting or stitching is because it's small and it's transportable and you can take it wherever you go so um, I think that's why so many people gravitate towards doing that style of working because you know you can always be working on it you don't need big machinery or a special spot to be able and to I do all of that also that's it, well not in the, case, in, in the case with kids but in other instances it can be somewhat therapeutical because you're active you're moving your things are happening but not so much that you're completely uh, absorbed so there's time in your brain to uh, process memories to make associations uh, to, to to work through things i often uh, notice that somewhere in the back of my head I'm, I'm thinking about things and remembering things and uh, that can be very uh, very helpful Mm, it's true isn't it because it's I think in some senses you're yeah. focused on what's in front of you and what's in your hand where you need to place the stitches and and the the experience of of creating but you do it's almost yeah. like you've got two layers of consciousness going on you've got that immediate focus but you've also got the yeah yeah the periphery I guess of the thoughts and part memories of your and brain that can do um something about uh, the backlog of uh, all those uh, stimuli and impressions and etc that that needs to be dealt with mm. it's um yeah. it's almost like sleeping isn't it because sleep does the same kind of thing so it's like sleeping but you're being productive at the same time or creative i should say because yeah. productive yeah, can be yeah. and, not and, always and good there's something about a small movements that are gentle not intrusive um but there are it, it gives a kind of of movement process of moving along of things happening and i think that's beneficial too mm. in a very very much in, in a very gentle way yeah no, I, I love that because, yes, I guess, like you say, every stitch you make, it's kind of one step further to being closer to a finished product or closer to becoming yeah. the next part of the creative journey. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's really lovely. I love that. It, it is. Well, it's just, um, and I know a lot of your stitching you do is very much based yeah. on mindful stitching and um it's all a lot of it would be processed would you say process driven yes. where more you're just and more. starting course, with the it's, stitch it's now. very lovely to have a small project mm -hmm. that you can finish quickly and and that gives a lot of satisfaction but uh more and more i focus on the process and uh, i think that it is mm -hmm. that is really mindful in mindfulness you are aware and present without judging and you go with the flow and that's exactly what I'm trying mm. to do with, with stitching and not thinking, oh, this should be better and uh, other people can do this much better than me. And no, I just want to enjoy it and enjoy the colors, enjoy the patterns, enjoy seeing something grow. It's very, it's very organic uh, stitching. Stitch by stitch, yeah. something grows on the yeah. fabric. And I think that's a very beautiful process. 
Yes, and particularly thinking about what you'll be teaching next week with your um, stacked stitching. Uh, it really is yeah. watching something grow, isn't it? Because you start small and then it gets bigger yeah, and bigger. Uh, I, I, the, yeah. I think we all know the running stitch and it's the easiest stitch in the world. You go, just go up and down uh, with your needle through the fabric and um, the stacked running stitch is when you do the running stitch and then the next row is really really close to the previous one so that I think maybe I can show it with this part please yes and this, this is a very stunning. simple way I've started out with what is it six stitches and then I stack row upon row and I uh, let the stitches uh, not be too precise because if I would do exactly the same in every row, you would just get columns, straight columns. And yeah, that's not very interesting. Mm -hmm. Would be nice, of course, but not very interesting. <laughs> so I let them lean to the left, to the right. It's, it's not all that precise. It happens and that happens intuitively. And, um, mm -hmm. and of course, when it, they go very much to the left, I, give a little nudge and let them uh, go to the right uh, again. And um, well, that, that's, that's, this is the simplest way, just columns moving in this more or less simultaneously. Yes. And it's, it's beautiful. With the, um, the stitching that you have there, is that one color of thread or is it? Um, um, Variegated. This one, for instance, no, it's several colors of thread, and because it's so, the rows are so close together, colors. you use up one length of, of thread pretty mm. pretty quickly. So, mm. for instance, in this one, this is a more complicated uh, pattern where the columns uh, um, merge, divide, stop, start, the left, right, uh, mm. all lots of things happening, and. I started, this is indigo dyed uh, thread, and I started with the lightest oh, color. Beautiful. And uh, it's stranded cotton. And I always use, uh, with this kind of linen at least, use two uh, strands. And after I had one of, uh, uh, done a bit with the lightest color, I exchanged one strand for a somewhat darker color. And then the next the next yeah. length of thread was two of that darker color and then etc etc so uh, that makes it possible uh. to um, to shift from one color to another very gradually and it looks like it variegates but you're going mm -hmm. you're weaving mm -hmm. a, a, another thread into the fabric so this is yes. quite a lot of length of thread uh, all in all so it's a slow stitch. It's a, it's a slow really stitch. Yeah. That's why this is, especially yeah. as a stitch, this focuses on the process. It is the, the growing, slow growth of, of, of the pattern that, uh, that, that you're uh, emerged in. Uh, and so much when, oh, I have to finish mm -hmm. this. Or um, it's just enjoyable to do and meditative. Yes. Well, um, I always find too that if you're trying to rush a slow stitch project, it's not 
the outcome isn't very enjoyable but from like a, a physical point of view but also or an emotional point of view but also the the product that yeah. you're working on also reflects that it's also being yeah. like, like it might the fabric might get scrunched up it or the really, aren't uh, so perfectly uh, it's not really authentic or you can be very disappointed uh, afterwards yeah uh, and i've had that a lot i used to have that a lot um I wanted quick results, uh, having a bit of fun, creating fun thing and quick results. Mm -hmm. And oh, I'm an expert in that. I was, I'm okay, I was. And I ended up <laughs> with dresses where the, the zippers, the zipper didn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't right. So I couldn't really close the dress or something like that. But I, oh, and I have to measure it. And no, I don't want that. I want to be quick. and. And so I ended up with things that didn't fit or, um, yeah, were just a little bit disappointing yeah. uh, to use or to look at. And that's where step by step I learned not to be too focused on uh, finishing it, but more to enjoy doing it. And then it doesn't mind it. Mm. It's, not, it's not a problem that it takes so long. I have a very big one in this text running stitch. Oh, really? Oh, I don't mm. work on it constantly. Mm. And I hope that someday I will come to the to the edge of the of the hoop. Uh, that's some mm. that will take mm. some time and, and it's okay. Maybe I'll finish it in a year time, in two years' time. We'll see. It's just uh, when I need some calm, I pick up that one and I just do one row or so of something and, 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 and that's okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's wonderful for that, yeah. isn't it? Just a little bit of stitching really does help calm you down and make you feel centered and just helps improve the mood amazingly. It's, it's, it's quite fasc fascinating. I was even finding that, um, uh, with all the videos that are coming in for the Making Zen online retreat, I was watching them and I just yeah, okay. felt nice and calm and relaxed because I was just yeah. participating. I wasn't even making yeah. it, I was watching. And I think so yeah, it's, uh, with, um, with a lot of stitching of... and also with, with these uh, patterns, there is some always some small problem solving going on. For instance, when, in, in this case, when the columns, what I said, when they lean to the left too much, you have to give it a little nudge, so you have to constantly hmm, do I need perhaps here to divide this column? And that's a kind of, you feel in control without, uh, without stress. And um, that's mini problem solving. It gives you a kind of confidence and a kind of stress training. Mm. So, uh, uh, I, you have, of, of course, you know those things when you're thread snacks or um, you lose your needle and then you have to uh, to go and look in every bit of the couch before you find your needle again, that kind of thing. <laughs> and that's just all very, very doable. Um, and it yeah. makes you feel, yes, I can do this. this. This is, I can let something grow. I can make something. I can create it. And um, yeah, that's a very, very satisfying feeling. 
It is. And um, that's a, a really good point because it's nice to be able to work through a process and it does, it instills confidence that you can make this thing and yeah. uh, work through a, a project and uh, have something that's finished that you can be proud of at the end. And I also think that um, the way that you uh, learn to embody these processes from stitching, you can also apply that to other parts of life too. So I quite often find these days, if I'm getting stressed, like, oh, I have to cook dinner and it has to be ready in a certain oh, time. I'm like, yeah. take take the stress away. Just, in, just enjoy the cutting of the vegetables yeah. and the, yeah. the stirring exactly. of the soup, for example. Yeah. And it instantly it alleviates all the oh, i've got to do this by this and you just kind of enjoy every yeah. step of the process because stressing about it doesn't make it any quicker it just makes it more <laughs> un unpleasant so <laughs> if you can just enjoy it um and so yes yeah, same as going back to getting a, a tangled mm -hmm. thread whilst you're stitching that's just part of the process and quite often if you slow down the tangles don't appear in the first place. You can kind of get to them before they even yeah, become indeed. knots. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's going about it, you know, step by step, stitch by stitch. If you go about other things like that, more focus more on the process. I'm doing the right things. I'm doing things steps by step, and then we'll see what the result will be. Mm. But I'm not stressing about oh, oh my god, mm. and I need to do this and. Oh, that wasn't such. That wasn't so brilliant. I need to do better next time. And uh, um, I think also every time I stitch, I don't make much. Um, is it a sample or is it real art? I think everything for me now is an exploration. So it can look great, mm -hmm. but it's still an exploration. And I can make small samples. I can make big works. But everything is about exploring and enjoying the process. Yes, exactly. And I think that's um, a really nice way of approaching it too, isn't it? Because then you, you do enjoy the process and yeah. regardless of the outcome, whether it is a, a just a sample. And I, I take that word back, <laughs> not just a sample, because every sample has its place um you're either learning from it or it's going to grow and turn into something else and that's that's um something that i've noticed all of the artists for for the making zen retreat they're always sampling they're always experimenting and from doing one sample another idea will generate and whether it's working with different colors or different patterns or shapes depending on um the artist so it's really wonderful to hear yeah. that that's how you also yeah and i i part. used to think that i shouldn't i felt like making samples was a way of procrastinating of shying away from mm. making real mm. art and uh, i've let it go completely because that's indeed what you said that's where the new ideas come from and that's where you develop uh, yourself and it's also where you give yourself time to mm. develop because it doesn't always work out the first mm. time and that's okay because nobody expects, no. so for instance, where you don't know how to play the piano, nobody expects that you can play the piano after just one lesson. Everyone knows, you know, you have to practice and practice and practice more. And with stitching, a lot simpler than playing the piano. 
but uh, it's also letting yourself develop, um, getting a feel for it, um, exploring the possibilities, feeling more at home with it, and finding out, oh no, that's not my thing, or oh yes, this I, I really like. Mm -hmm. that, that's a path mm -hmm. towards um, feeling very happy with what you're doing. Yes, and uh, um, what you're saying there reminds me, I was speaking with Jodie Alexander yesterday yep. and she makes uh, a beautiful yes. back patch. Um, up. And accidentally I said material memory when I meant muscle memory, but I think the more that we play with materials and work with materials and understand materials, yeah. we do have kind of yeah. like a material memory in our, in our repertoire of what we like, what we don't like, what works yeah. together yes, what sir. doesn't all that kind of thing and you only get that from the experimentation and and making the samples yeah. and playing which is the yeah, other I like way that it's so tactile yeah. and the feel of the fabric mm. in your in your hands is so uh, so nice yeah oh yes yes i'm itching to because i haven't had a chance to try making your your beautiful um stacks running stitch yet so i'm itching to give it a go and i'm thinking about what kind of fabric i'd like to work on and and um just the colors because it's going to be one of those beautiful things that grows and um i was just it, i just love it so much because it is so organic and i was wondering did the process come before the intention in the sense that in your, your beautiful video that's um will be displayed next week you show some examples of how the stacked running stitch looks like different patterns in nature did the stitching happen and and then you're like oh this is very similar to some of the patterns that i'm seeing in nature or did you see the patterns in nature and you thought i'd really like to try and replicate that in some sense or was um, it a bit of well, both it started out at uh, I learned about the stacked running stitch and that was more from someone who used to, um, uh, to make more graphic patterns, like little little alternating blocks, very um, oh, right. straight. And I'm not mm. very good at doing things <laughs> very straight and very neat. So my mind started to wobble and um but that's actually interesting too and uh, then later mm -hmm. i made a connection with patterns i saw in nature and I thought, yes the stacked running stage that's exactly the kind of stage i can use uh, for this mm -hmm. so at first it was my own sloppiness you could say with the with the columns i i showed you that are, mm -hmm. I, I can't do straight mm -hmm. columns. I really can't. They would immediately start to lean uh, to the left or, or right. Um, so that happens naturally. And uh, then came <laughs> the, uh, the connection with uh, natural patterns where I see that happening too. They aren't neat and straight uh, either. So I feel very much at home with natural patterns. Yeah. 
and it it's it's just lovely so i really do encourage everybody to pop on next week and and follow along to miriam's um workshop because you do make this beautiful connection between the stacked running stitch and many of the patterns that you see in nature and once you start looking in that way you start start thinking yeah. about how you can turn everything that you see into a running stitch exactly, yeah. <laughs> i love it and um be, yes because i love um all of the different lichens and, and those kind of beautiful forms and shapes that you see around growing on the trees so i'm very interested in taking some of those shapes and using your method of working so the shapes and colors of the lichen but oh, with that the will be very interesting stitch, so I, um... I look forward to seeing that mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> me too <laughs> i look forward look forward to having the space and and that's something else that you touched upon is giving yourself the time and the space to do that creation whether it's a little little bit every now and again um or you might have a so more more of a block of time but yeah when you sit down in the in your lounge room pick it up and and do a, a couple of rows of of the running stitch yeah yeah and um i was really curious because i haven't uh, had a chance to get my material muscle memory practice with the designs that you're teaching do do how do they grow naturally um because Say, for example, um, I, I assume that you don't work with a pattern or do you start with an idea in mind? How, how does the, yes, the design I, I come together? I do have an idea uh, in mind. For instance, when you have ripples in the sand, you know, on, on, uh, with ebb tide, uh, those are more, more very mm. long stripes that sometimes merge and sometimes divide. And that's a different pattern than um spots on uh, an, an orchid for instance I, the same pattern but more with mm -hmm. the very short columns that start and stop all the time but i do sometimes have mm -hmm. an image in, in my mind and by now by by making samples and trying this pattern i know from oh, okay if i want those more the, the effect of the of the app uh, the, the sand on the beach I need to stay with my columns before I, I, I need to have them moving slowly. And that's a different pattern from having them move all the time. And um, then you get, for instance, something like this one. Very, yeah, you can see it. very dense and, and the the columns are constantly merging, dividing, merging, dividing. And, um, but when I start with a certain ID, it's sometimes my energy that eventually decides what's happening. If I have a very restless, active energy, there are a lot of things will, will happen with the pattern. Um, and when I'm very calm, then maybe I, I will stay with a, uh, the, the columns will move more slowly and uh, you get a more um, elongated uh, pattern. So my mood and my energy um, do play a part. So I can think of whatever I want beforehand, but in the end it's 
me in that moment with the threads and the fabric that's good Ah, there we are. I've lost in my phone for a moment, but it's, it's okay. Ah, ah, yes, ah, well, that's really fascinating to hear. So, in other words, um, you'll have an intention and you sit down and you start creating, but you also, it sounds like you let the fabric and the journey and the materials almost as much dictate yeah. what's going to happen next as as much maybe even more than your intention when you sat down so it's seeing what happens when you do those yeah. lay rows of stitching and, and it, yeah no, and it's not that, that you are well. really that are controlling it it's more being aware and being present and um following the impulses that the things that happen on the fabric and of course you can um, have the more more focus and uh, and more decisions. Because, no, no, I don't want this to happen. Uh, these columns to be to, to get too wide. I want only very small columns, for uh, for instance. Uh, but it's, it's a bit of a give and take. You constantly nudge the process in a way that you have that that is consistent with the image you have in your mind. Um, but it, it's, it's a dialogue. And apparently I'm not the only one <laughs> deciding what's happening. <laughs> it always is a bit of a surprise for me too, uh, what I end up with. It is, well, that's, that's really lovely. I love hearing that because I always like to let yeah. the materials tell me what they want to be. Uh, I always go in with some sort of intention, but I find it's much more enjoyable if I'm working and letting the materials tell me what they want to be. Because like you say, yeah. there is that dialogue there. And because there's this collaboration, I guess you could call it, you, you're not really sure of what the outcome's going to be. And I think that's where the magic is because you don't know what's going to happen, which makes every stitch you take exciting yeah. because it's going to take you on a journey that you don't quite know yeah. where you're going to end up. And of up. course, I'm, I'm still there. I'm still uh, in control and, but more, not, not with my conscious thinking, but more with my presence and awareness. And, um, mm. and indeed, in, in it can be, it's a bit of an adventure, but uh, I, f I feel confident that it will uh, will be a nice uh, adventure, so I'm not not worried about that. It won't look good or anything. No, it it will be uh, it will be okay in the end. Yes, that's right. Exactly, that's so true, Miriam. It's been so lovely talking with you today. It's yeah. um, really nice to reconnect and listen to your philosophies on stitching. Um, I'm so thrilled that yeah, you're part of the Make too. Zen Since last year, I'm completely hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I just love that you're having a play with all the different um, other projects that are within the the retreat itself. And I love that you had a, a go at making Pippa's little moss button which is so much fun 
But I also know that you've contributed something to the All Access Pass. Would you like oh, yeah, to that's, share that's, what uh, that is? The bonus you get with the All Access Pass, and that's my ebook, uh, Basic Stitches mm -hmm. in Organic Embroidery. The stacked running stitch is in it, uh, although a bit less elaborate than in the, in the workshop. And it's six, six, six basic stitches and two techniques, uh, applique and uh, couching, and how you can use them in an organic style so with lots of examples mm -hmm. and, and lots of mm -hmm. pictures and, and some links to, to videos. And it's meant for, oh, uh, it's meant to be inspiring for, for any stitcher, but it also has some guidelines for when you're really a beginner at, uh, at stitching. So you don't, don't have to know anything about embroidery or stitching and uh, to, uh, to have, uh, to, uh, to enjoy the book. Yeah, it sounds like it's it's yeah. got something for everyone. So you can jump in and learn from scratch if it's something that's entirely new to you. And if you are um, someone who is familiar with stitching, you've also got the, those next steps or that ideas and those inspiration on, on how you can take that knowledge and build yeah, and upon it to create your own something. art. And uh, so there are no, no, not really projects or patterns in it, but more um, suggestions and uh, methods that you can use to uh, create some organic looking uh, piece yourself. Yeah, so it it really does open up the, yeah. the realms of With possibility. Simple, actually rather simple stitches. Yeah. Uh, there are instructions for the stitches. It's all, uh, uh, you, can, you can follow along. <sighs> Well, it just sounds wonderful. So, yes, everybody, please come <laughs> along. Follow Miriam's yeah, yeah. workshop. It's on Friday. And, yeah, yeah, you're, you're in for an absolute treat. So make sure you've got your fabric and some thread ready. And I'd like to say a big thank you're you welcome. again, Miriam, for joining us today. And we've been receiving so many lovely comments as we've been chatting coming on, people just enjoying the conversation and enjoying your artwork. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And um, I look forward to seeing you all next week and your yes. beautiful stack See you next stitch week. projects. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Miriam. Bye-bye.